Blog Talk Radio.
Good morning, good morning, good morning for the month of November, the month of Thanksgiving. This is the fourth Sunday in November in 2023, and it is November 26th, which means us birthday month babies for November. We have the 26th, the 27th, the 28th, the 29th, and the 30th to continually celebrate what God has given us, which is the official month in America, and it's to be done every day because it says we enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. So let's do that. Let's enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise every day, not just Monday. So now I'm going to turn the program over to Minister Sylvia so that she can pray however the Lord leads her about whatever the Lord leads her. But I will give you a heads up that today I really want us to concentrate, focus, and thinking in our thinking and our conversation and our praying and all that we do to our call to parents and our call to be a child and our call to care for our children. And we will come back to that um, a little later. So, Minister Sylvia, can you pray for us and with us for the program for today, for God's will and way and his word. Amen. Amen, amen. Father God, we come to you on the day, oh God, with a thankful heart, oh Lord with thanksgiving in our hearts, giving you thanks for everything. God, we just say we love you, we adore you. God, we repent before you of every sin, God, willingly, unwillingly. Lord, we just say that we know that all things are made through you. We know that all things are possible with you. Father God, I just want to say I thank you for being in the land of the living. I thank you for the opportunity to bring my request before you. I thank you for the opportunity to pray with, for one another. I thank you for the opportunity to be able to pray for myself. God, I thank you for just knowing that you are God the one and only true God. I thank you for the opportunity of being able to pray for my son, my sisters, my brothers, my family members, my friends, our ministry, for anything and everything that abides in the body of Christ. I thank you for allowing me to pray for them. I thank you for allowing me to pray for those that haven't come to the knowledge of knowing Christ. And but I pray that they do. God, I just thank you for touching the hearts of those that are, that will be, and that will be asked to be a parent, a guardian. God, we just ask you to open up the heart of the people, open up their mouths, open up their minds, open up their spirit. 
because God, nobody wants to be in a system. Nobody wants to be not cared for. Nobody wants to be not loved. God, we just ask you to touch the people hard. Give them a desire to want to be a blessing. That I have mind to harm or cause any problems or conflicts or danger to children or even for the older people, the seniors. God, we ask you to counsel it at the riddle, Lord. We ask you, God, to teach us how to be the parents that our parents need in their time of being a, a child again because the word talks about and we were taught, taught as we grew up, once an adult, twice a child. Give us the patience, the love, the understanding, the willingness, even the want to be there for the newborn baby or the senior citizen that has become a baby again. God, even for our handicapped, our special needs. God, give us a desire and a heart to even want to do that and do that wholeheartedly. God, you said that all things are possible through you. All we have to do is just ask. We're asking you, oh Lord. We're asking you to touch our heart, touch our mind. Give us the ability, give us the ways, give us the resources. Give us what we need to walk in this walk, God. I ask you, Lord, on today, anybody and everybody that listens to this program today or in the future, Lord, touch their heart and mind. Bless them, bless their home. For God, this ministry, Smile 3E, Iron Sharpening Iron, is anointed and appointed. For a time like this, and in, in the time in the future, that this word may be heard, and that this word may be applied to, and that this word will be penetrating every heart, mind, that needs to be. God, we just want to say, let someone get up. Blessing on today. Let your word be like a seed planted in the heart that it would grow, 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 grow in a heart of flesh. God, we just thank you. God, teach us when we don't know what to pray, just to get before you, God, and just open up our spirit and let our inner man pray for us. So, God, we thank you. We give our families our loved ones and ourselves, to you, O oh God, on today, that you may have your way. In Jesus' name, we pray that prayer. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Many of you may say, this is me. When we dedicate our children to God, what does it mean? 
many families do that. You know, when our children are born, we have the christening service, the little baptism service that uh, people, they're a part of. And it's for, hey, that's just a little service. It may have been little to you, but it was gigantic, enormous to God. That was us saying to God, the title of this message today, which is just going to be a short message because we're going to pray for our children. And that message is children are our gift. And it started in the very beginning. Well, God wanted to teach us the importance of legacy, the importance of knowing that we need to make sure that things have been set up by God for us to continue on. And that's really a selfless act because Genesis 1 and 28 says, and God blessed them. And God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply. Replenish the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish and over the sea, over the fowl of the air, and every living thing that moveth upon the earth. But before he gave dominion, he blessed it. And did you hear what he said? Be fruitful. Multiply and replenish. Many would say, he said, be fruitful. He said, multiply and replenish. Isn't that all the same thing? Well, that right there, I'm going to allow God to minister to you on the difference between being fruitful. And multiplying and replenishing. Because when we are fruitful and we multiply and we replenish the earth, the last thing it said was, and subdue it. Think about that. It's a true, true act of God. to not only be willing to be fruitful, which many people are, and they're doing everything they can to have kids and more kids and more kids, but not everybody's doing it for sure replenishing the earth. Many are doing it for a check. Many are doing it to so-called get someone to marry them, various things. The gifts that God has given us for the beginning and the continuation of our legacy, the enemy has perverted. 
So when God says for us to be fruitful, he really meant that. When he said for us to multiply, he really meant that. When he said for us to replenish the earth, he really meant that. And then he said for us to subdue it, he really meant that. Hmm. Mm. Mm. So what does that mean to you? Let's go on. Isaiah 54 and 13 says, All children, all your children, all your, make it personal, all your children shall be taught by the Lord. And great shall be the peace on your children. So how is it the peace is great upon them? Because in the beginning of the scripture it said, all your children shall be taught by the Lord. And see, when they're taught by the Lord, the peace on your children is great. Many people are wondering why their children don't have peace. Who were they taught by? The devil, the world, their flesh, this or that, or were they taught by the Lord? Get your peace back or your children. Take it back. The kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violence take it by force. Peace for your children back. Proverbs 22 and 6 says, Train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, He will not depart from it. You may say, if I've trained them as a child, why when they get old is is it saying that they won't depart from it? Well, I'm going to just go off on this little thing right quick, so just stay with me. When you're young, you're being trained how to pray. When you're young... You should be trained the scriptures on what to uh, do, how to live, how to be fruitful, and how to multiply, how to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. How to pray, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. It taught from the very beginning that God is honorable, that God is to be revered, that his kingdom will be coming, and that it's about his will being done. But you're also taught this, the Father's role in our lives. Ephesians 6 and 4 says, 
Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger by the way you treat them. Rather, bring them up with the discipline and instruction that comes from the Lord. Colossians 3 and 21 says, Fathers, do not embitter your children or they will become discouraged. Mm. I'm going to read both of those scriptures again. And it's the fathers, the ones that are supposed to be the men of the house, the providers of the house, so that you can understand that's why the enemy came and is still coming against the fathers. Because, see, the fathers aren't to provoke the children and make them angry. The fathers are to bring them up with discipline and instruction. The fathers are not supposed to embitter their children. The fathers are not supposed to discourage them. How many of you have heard fathers belittle their children all the time and fuss and say mean things to them, and then they wonder why that child grows up with self-esteem problems? And I've seen mothers do it too because there's so many absentee fathers and so many mothers. I've heard men and women call their children names and uh, talk negatively to their children. I've seen it. I've heard it. I've witnessed it. How many of us spend lots of our time telling children about how beautiful they are, how wonderfully made they are, how they're God's handiwork? Psalms 78 and 4 says, we will not hide them from their children, telling to the generations to come in praises of the Lord and his strength and his wonderful works that he has done. We're to tell the children about all of the things that the Lord has done, his strength and his wonderful works. We're to do that from generation to generation to generation. Joel 1 and 3 says, tell your children about it. Let your children tell their children about it. See, it's generational. And their children, the next generation. So when we teach our children how to pray, how to spend time with God, and then they teach their children how to pray, and how to spend time with God. And then they teach their children. It's a generational blessing. It's part of the legacy of replenishing the earth. The earth is being replenished with a lot of things right now. Perversion. People dishonoring the fact that they did not create man. Yeah, they helped multiply them. They may have helped bring them into the earth. But God gave us the air and the breath that we breathe. And then we have the nerve to just think someone stepped on their toe, 
someone killed them. Someone did this or that, territorial war. Someone um, talked to someone's uh, ex or current, whatever it is. The lack of respect and honor for life is not what God told us to do. We're to be fruitful and multiply and to replenish that which God has given us. And we're to do it because God said that children are to be taught of the Lord. When I look around this world, I see the children being taught how to do a lot of things, but they're not being taught of the Lord. Psalms 127, I'm going to read all of the verses, all five of them. Except the Lord build a house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman waketh, but in vain. It is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, the bread of sorrows. For so he giveth his beloved sleep. Lo, children are an inheritance. Children are a heritage, depending on how, which scripture version you read. But in this one it says, Lo, the children are a heritage of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is his reward. As arrows are in the hand of a mighty man, so are children of the youth. Happy is the man that hath his quiver full of them, and they shall not be ashamed, but they shall see enemies in the gate. Let's read Psalms 27 and 3 one more time. Children are a gift from the Lord. They are a reward from him. So, you know, sometimes in the hustle of life and taking care of our kids, we forget that they're a gift and we concentrate on how much they're a burden. But God said, once again, God said that they're a gift. God said in the very beginning in Genesis 1 that we're to be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. Mm. See, legacy has been important to God a very long time. Yes, it is our responsibility to care for and to protect our God-given legacy that is called children. Yes, it is our responsibility to make sure we're teaching them and we're teaching them through God, because God will give us the scriptures that says, train them up in the way that they should go. God will give us the scriptures that says, spare the rod for the child. Yes, we're still to discipline them. Yes, God will give us the scriptures and the word that tells us to teach them how to honor and respect God, how to honor and respect their parents how to honor and expect 
one another to respect each other. We're to expect respect. We're to expect honor. You know why? Because we get it. We look like honor and respect. We exemplify honor and respect. Ah, my God, my God, my God. Everything about us is honor and respect. Your yes, ma'am. Your no, ma'am. Your yes, sir. Your no, sir. It means something. We don't say it to be spiteful because some people be yes, sir. They didn't mean it. No, ma'am. They didn't mean it. Put respect. Put respect on your yes and your no. Put respect on your tone and how you speak to your elders and how you speak to one another. Because when you put respect on it, you gain it. Proverbs verse I mean chapter one verses eight and nine. Hear my son, your father's instruction. Talking about the fathers again. Forsake not your mother's teaching. Mm. The father's given instruction and the mother's teaching. Mm, there's a partnership. Let's talk about that again. Hear, my son, your father's instruction, and forsake not your mother's teaching, for they are graceful garlands for your head and pendants for your neck. Psalms 1, 27, and 3 again, it said, children are a gift from the Lord. They are a reward from him. They're from God. Matthew 19 and 14 says, Jesus said, let the children, and he didn't just say the children, but he said, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them. Mm-hmm. For the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. Jesus said, let the little children come unto me. Because, see, how can they be taught of the Lord if they haven't came to listen to him? And so many of us are hindering the children coming unto God. My, 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 my. That's a whole other message. Proverbs 17 and 6 says, Children's children are crowned to the age, and the parents are the pride of their children. You know how many children be proud of their mama and daddy? My mama do this. My daddy do that. Mm. You know how many older people be saying, oh, my child has this degree. My child has that. Oh, my child prays. He or she loves the Lord. Oh, my child, their nickname is this. Or my child, their job is this. 
Oh, my child. Oh, my mama. Oh, my daddy. Mm. Third John 1 and 4. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in the truth. Mm, my child is a preacher. My child can pray. Mm, my child loves the Lord. My child, my child. But everything is about the truth of God and the word of God in your child. My, 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 my. Deuteronomy 5 and 29, their hearts will be inclined to fear me and keep all my commands. Always, so that I, so that it might go well with them and their children forever. See the blessing of obeying God, that the children will be blessed and their children forever. Hmm. It said, "If you're taught of the Lord, my my my, that scripture's going to come back again." Matthew eighteen one through two. At the time that the disciples came to Jesus, saying. Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And calling to him a child, he put him in the midst of them and said, Truly I say to you, unless you turn and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of God. Maybe that's why our parents always said that we're once a child and then an adult. And then a child again. You ever think about that? That's why we're a child twice. Because we come into this world being taught of the Lord. And then we're in this world and we're teaching our children of the Lord. And then when we leave this world, we're a child of the kingdom once again. Mm, What a message. What a message. So you're once an adult twice a child, to be a child in this world, and to be a child in the kingdom of God, my God. Jeremiah 1 and 5, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. And then I appointed you a prophet to the nations. So hear this. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. He did that before. Before you were born, I consecrated you. So not only before you were born and before you were formed in the room did God know you and he consecrated you, it was because he had appointed you a prophet to the nations. See, God knows what he's doing. He knows that you're his mouthpiece to the nations. Don't just willy-nilly what you teach. Don't just do it like it's just something to do. Know that God knew you, he consecrated you, and then he appointed you. Children are a gift from God because that child becomes a teacher of their own children. Deuteronomy 6, verses 6 and 7 These commandments I give to you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road and when you lie down 
and when you get up. See, children are gifts from God, and they're part of our legacy. So God wants us to impress his word upon them. When we sit down, when we walk, when we lie down, at every point in our lives, we're to be impressing upon the children what Isaiah 54 and 13 said. Our children will be taught by the Lord, and great will be their peace. See, as we're teaching our children, we're making the peace of God in their life. Jehovah Shalom, Jehovah Shammah, great in their lives. It didn't say teach them of this world, but it said teach them the commandments of God, the word of God. I pray that we are failing our children and teaching them all types of stuff but forgetting to teach them the word of God. Psalms 139, verses 15 and 16. My frame was not hidden from you when I made you in secret, in a secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. My, 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 my. Psalms 139, 13, and 14. For you created my inmost being, me together in my mother's womb. I praise you before I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful, and I know that full well. Remember Ephesians 6, 1 and 3 says, Children, obey your parents because you belong to the Lord. And for this is the right thing to do. Honor your father and mother. For this is the first commandment with promise. Because if, it doesn't say when, my, 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 my. If, why does it say if you honor your father and your mother, things will go well with you and you will have a long life on earth. If, it lets you know, children, that you have a choice to honor your mother and your father or not. But if you do, obey your parents. If you do, honor your mother and your father, which is the first commandment of promise. You will go well. You will do well. You will have a long life on this earth. And it's one thing to be on this earth, but it's one thing to have life on this earth. There are a lot of people walking around that's all drugged up, all drunk, all this or that, but they don't have life. They have existence, but they don't have life. Mm, my, 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 my. If you honor your father and your mother, things will go well for you, and you will have a long life on earth to travel this earth, to see how beautiful the snow and the wind and the leaves and the trees and the plants and the water and the skies, how beautiful they are. Life, 
with what God has given us and that we would have it more abundantly. Proverbs 29 and 17 says, Discipline your children, and they will give you peace of mind and will make your heart glad. Hmm. How many children are disciplining their parents instead of their parents disciplining them? Yep, I used to say it a lot, and sometimes I, I think about it. I would say, who the mama, who the daddy? And now I know why. It said to discipline your children. It didn't say for the children to discipline their parents. That's a whole other message. Mark ten fifteen and 16, I tell you the truth. Anyone who doesn't receive the kingdom of God like a child will never enter it. Then he took the children in his arms and he placed his hands on their heads and blessed them. Children, are you receiving the kingdom of God as a child or as a know-it-all? Philippians 1 and 6, and so... I am sure confident that God who began this good work in you will carry on until it is finished on the day of Christ. Once again, I share these scriptures with you. I'm going to repeat some scriptures that I've already shared. Isaiah 54 and 13. All your children shall be taught by the Lord. It didn't say some. It didn't say the particular ones, the young versus the old. But it says, all your children shall be taught by the Lord, and great shall be the peace of your children. Ephesians 6, 1 through 3 says, children, obey your parents, because you belong to the Lord, for this is the right thing to do. Honor your father and your mother. This is the first commandment with a promise. If you honor your father and mother, things will go well for you, and you will have a long life on the earth. We must remember that children are a gift. They're the beginning of the legacy that God called us to when he said to be fruitful and to multiply and to replenish the earth. Let's pray for our children. Pray for our God-given assignment of legacy to all humankind. Father God, we thank you for our children. We thank you for the responsibility not only as parents, but as aunts, as uncles, as cousins, as siblings, as a neighborhood, as a community. Growing up, God, the community helped raise the children. Now, God, when you look in the community, Some of them are still helping to raise the children. But it's a perverted help. Children are now looking at the evil ones that are successful in what they're doing in this world 
as their role model. So many preachers have perverted the call that you've placed on their life. They have the nerve and the audacity to put their blood as part of the communion. They have the nerve and the audacity to put their opinion and their greed and their pride as part of the word and the commandments of God. God, I ask you to expose and decode and obliterate and annihilate any and everything that exalts itself above you in our lives and in the lives of our children. Take us back to when the children were raised by the community, by the family. We had uncles that were called uncles because the family raised the child, whether the child was born out of wedlock or whether the child was being mishandled. We used to not allow people's children to suffer. They embraced help from the family. Help us not to be so into the perversions of this world until that's more important to us than raising our children. Some of us can look at the children and see what they've been taught. For so many children have fallen far away from you, God. Not only will they not quote a scripture, not only will they not pray, but they don't even honor and respect when prayer is being done. God, take us back to when we loved you, when we truly honored you, when we truly respected you, when we truly feared you, when we truly obeyed you, when we truly fellowshiped with you, when we truly sat at your feet, when we truly laid prostrate before you, when we truly surrendered, when we truly sought after you, when we truly submitted our agendas to your agenda, when we truly wanted to decrease so that you would increase. Mm. I remember my mom praying late in the midnight. I remember my mom watching television and listening to a gospel program in the midnight hour. God, we can't even find a channel late in the midnight hour. Even if we're looking at the religious channels, God, some of them are just that religious. They're about persons selling water or this person selling a prayer call, or this person selling your word, God, 
telling people they can have this or that if they sow this or they sow that. Mm. Many of us are wondering why God isn't us. People don't even honor their parents, which are the first examples of your love. Honor, respect, and love. Let us stop trusting in our monies and our degrees and our families and our neighborhoods and this and that and not honoring you, God. For we are to be taught of you, and great is our reward. But whether it's when we're twice a child and once an adult, pour out your peace upon us. For we are your children. And we do honor you, God. We do honor our parents, our mothers, and our fathers. We do honor our aunts and our uncles that have raised us. We do honor our grandparents that have raised us. We do honor, we do honor, we do honor. Many of us are being raised in the spirit realm because we were being uh, misused and abused in the natural realm. But God, replace and replenish your word in our hearts and our minds, God. Heal us every place we've been hurt. Replenish your word in our lives, in our hearts, in our minds. Replenish your presence in our prayers. Replenish, replenish, replenish your love, God. There's too much replenishing of evil in this world. Replenish your love. Replenish your honor. Replenish your respect, God. Stop us from just saying. Stop us from rewarding and praising and honoring people for being outright evil and ugly to one another. Replenish your love. Replenish your honor. It is said that one of our relatives was plotting the very demise of his mother. And I'm sure there was some plotting the same thing with their sisters and their brothers and their spouses, etc. Obliterate it. Annihilate that very perversion, God. Replace it with love and honor. Put the fathers back in place. Put the mothers back in place. They're God-given postures and place. Do it for your glory, God. Replenish 
what you gave us for the children and replenish what you directed us as the parents, spiritually and naturally. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Minister Sylvia, I turn the program back over to you. Thank you, love, for the opportunity replenishing and taking dominion over our family, our children, and our faith. God, we just thank you for knowing that you have given us this blessing to be a part of being a blessing to the world as we replenish it, as we multiply, and as we have dominion over it. God, I thank you for allowing the woman of God to minister to us all today. I'm going to ask on today if there's anyone on the line that would like to have a word or just make a comment. If so, please do so. The lines are open. Okay, well, we thank you all for listening in, and we thank you all for just giving your hearts back to God, teaching your children how to give their hearts to God, knowing the blessings of giving your heart to God and then following his instructions. We want to say thank you for joining us on this Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, to listen to our very own apostle, like Dr. Cecilia Kaiser, as she reveals to us what God has said to Smile 3E, Iron Shopping Iron, as we start our week off, standing on the scripture of Matthew 6 and 33, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. I just want to say thank you again for following our ministries with Monday night service at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where every Monday we bring the word of God to you. This Monday it will be the fourth Monday, which will be Evangelist Tony Montgomery, Minister Ron Montgomery, bringing forth the word of God. And if you come back on Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time for our Wisdom Wednesdays, you can hear what God has to say. If you come back on Friday at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can also hear what God has to say through Smile 3 ER Shopping Iron Ministries on Blog Talk Radio Worldwide Web, as well as we do Facebook. And again, we just want to say uh, that we know that all things are possible with Jesus Christ. We know that all things that are given to us is because of Jesus Christ that Jesus let everything happen that happened. So know that when he gave us the assignment to do what we need to do as far as his ministry, we need to we need to see it through. So don't forget Matthew six and thirty three to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Okay, we love you with the love of the Lord, and there's nothing you can do about it. I give it back to you, Apostle.
Amen. I want to thank you all for not only hearing the words and the prayer on today, but obeying God and the multiplication, plenishment, and the fruitfulness of his call to each and every one of us. Because as we are fruitful and as we multiply in the things of God and our children, and we allow our children to be taught of the Lord, we also allow our children to have great peace. And if you haven't seen anything else in this world, I know you've seen the lack of peace that our children are suffering from. So I pray that you hear the prayers that Minister Sylvia has prayed on today and that you help God restore the peace to our children. Bye-bye.